Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Here we go. Guys, I have Big Mike. Mike Johnson here from Hannah's season of Bachelorette. What was it? VIP six? six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How you doing today? I'm so good. It's a weird. We're uh, recording the the day after election night. So thank you for doing this. It's probably like yeah. such yeah. a weird day. Um, but this will be a good break. So I'm I'm super excited. I was literally watching uh, the Electoral College votes uh, right before coming on. Same. Before I talk about your bachelor life, I like to know, Mike, before you became Big Mike, the <laughs> beloved of Bachelor Nation. So there, I have Facebook questions as well. There is one girl who would like to hear more about your military experience. She claims that she listens to podcasts from you, but everything is glossed over with that. So she wants to learn more about your career and uh, everything before the show. She's not lying a bit. People don't normally ask me about my military background and my military Why? career. It's weird. So she's she's absolutely right. Uh, Mike before uh, being known as a guy that went on TV. Uh, <laughs> I did join the military. You know, I was in the Air Force for a total of eight years. Yeah. I was over in uh, Lodges. Uh, Lodges is uh, in Portugal. I wow. freaking love it there. It's nine. It's a uh, 900 miles off the mainland of Portugal, a little island called Tissera Island. It's like 11 little islands. That's I did uh, cybersecurity, and so I did cybersecurity while in the Air Force. Uh, then I went to England. I uh, loved England a lot. Does anyone know that you were in England and in Portugal? I've never heard this before. No, I think this is the first time. No one really cares about whole military career. <laughs> it's fascinating to me. So eight years. Yeah. Eight years total. Okay, so how do you go from that to being on The Bachelor? Like, what was, what happened there? <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um, I just got blessed. I'm just, I, I, I'm just, I'm the same person, right? Yeah. My personality is the exact same on TV as it is here with you right now, as it was in the Air Force. I've always been a go-getter. I've always been someone that's positive. I, I was in a relationship. Right. You know, we met over in England. You know, we were in love. Uh, she came to America. And, and after, you know, I got my heart broke or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I soaked for like a year. <laughs> I'm just being honest, right? I love it. I love hearing that men sulk, to be honest with you, because I think we think y'all don't. Olivia, like, let's be 100, right? So this is how it works. This is my thought on how it works. <laughs> okay. When it comes to, and obviously I'm speaking on general. <laughs> I think that men, I think that we are... Once we get heartbroken, you know, it's, it's, that stuff takes a moment. It takes a minute to get over. Taylor Swift is the prime example. That girl can be in love, and then she'll get over him, and then she'll be in love again. <laughs> I'm like, how? How the hell did she do that? Because when I'm in love, yeah, it's, it, it, it takes a lot. That's really great to hear. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's why I think that um, girls find guys to be like, hard to reach in. Uh, emotionless is because they probably they probably still heartbroken over somebody. They're probably still struggling about the other break. Yeah, they probably still struggling about some stuff, and they just want you know a, a urge to be scratched and not necessarily want the entirety. Mm, and 
that's why they come off as emotionally unavailable because they probably are. Yeah, I mean, maybe general, 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 yeah, general, general speaking. Uh, but I will say though, like when a guy falls in love with you, like that's it means a lot to a guy. He is in love. Yeah, he's like, yo, I chose you. You feel me? <laughs> so, how were you? So you did your your sulking year. How were you cast for the show? I was I was at work. I was a financial advisor. Yep. And I was talking to the homie. And like he just said, bro, uh, he was laughing at me because I said, I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married. I want to have kids, all this stuff. He was like, bro, what guy says that that can get girls? <laughs> I'm like, I was like, bro, I don't want to just be getting girls. I want like a wifey. You I know? want to get a girl. The girl. Yeah, I want a girl, like singular. And he was like dying laughing at me. And I'm like, I'm serious, man. Like, I want a, I want a wifey, bro. And uh, just dying laughing at me. And then like six months later, he sent me a Facebook message uh, for a casting call. Yeah, that was all she wrote. And there it was. I had watched one episode prior in my life uh, of The Bachelor because I, I lived downtown San Antonio. My, uh, one of the, my neighbors, she made me watch the episode. <laughs> uh, she was like, you're going to be The Bachelor one day. This is the show right here. Wow. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so you hadn't seen anything of Hannah? No, never. Never. Never watched Cold Season. Uh, never like Googled who she was. So then you, you went into it not really having any expectation of who it would be. Like a lot of times people say, oh, I was wanting it to be X person. You didn't really know. No, I think uh, I, I tweeted about a guy named Brandon on Claire season because he was like, yo, I wanted it to be you. Right. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with saying that, but be genuine and be honest in what you say. So right. when he said I wanted it to be you, you should know some shit about her. Like. I never said, Hannah, yeah. I wanted it to be you because I don't know nothing about Hannah at the time. Because you're beautiful. Like, clearly, he didn't know shit. You're like, what else is she? Like, you know. <laughs> Can you give me anything else? For all the fellas listening, yo, if your girl is beautiful, like, she knows she's fine. Like, give her a compliment outside of her lips, right? Because that's something that she can't control. Absolutely. So then, okay, so you go into the first night. You're a guy who's never really seen this show. So... What the heck did you think of the first freaking night with the cameras and the limo and all of that? What was going through your mind? Well, one, I didn't even know who Chris Harrison was. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> one of the guys on the show, I'm not going to say his name to call him out, but one of the guys, he was the biggest Chris Harrison fan, still is. And like he was like, Chris Harrison, oh my God. They cut it out, obviously. Yeah. But like, I'm, like, I'm like, who the hell is this dude? Like, No disrespect to him, I just didn't know who he was, right? That's hilarious. The first thing I think I said to Hannah was, oh, wow, you're really pretty. <laughs> and she was like, well, thank you. I'm glad. And it was because I genuinely, to me, it was like, yo, I want to find love. Right. I'm going to go on a blind date on TV, I guess. Literally. That's what it is. That's how it was for wow. me. And I, I was just taken back, and I was so appreciative of everything. I didn't know how big the show was until week four when we were in Rhode Island. Right. And I, it was like a, a thousand girls saying, JPJ, Mike, Tyler, because they had seen spoilers and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They seen the spoilers, and then you know the diehard fans, like. Oh yeah. They find out. They're finding you how. based on some. I don't even know how they find it. Unbelievable. How the stars align is fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the diehard fans. Like I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> so you thought Hannah was really pretty. Uh, there's uh, how many guys were there the first night? Thir- 30, 30. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, thirty. So getting through the first night is just like okay, whew, we did it. 
I'm just being all right, so let's be one hundred, right? Yeah. I hate when people say like who won the show. Right. I don't I don't think of it as a winning thing because right. I don't win your heart. But I will say in my head I was like, yo, if I go home night one, my homies are gonna talk so much crap about me. I just can't go home night one. I just have to make it yeah, past I was one like, night. Yeah, just night one. Like to me, let's be honest, night one is strictly about for the most part aesthetics. Totally. 100%. Like, are you, are you, am I attracted to you or not? 100%. Like, or, or will you even open your mouth and speak to me? Because we have some guys. They just send inside and eat the little hot dogs and don't even bother to talk to her kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this, like, homie, there's one girl. Like, the ratio is really bad. Go talk to yeah, her. You got to go. <laughs> She's not coming to you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, you had some great dates. Uh, Hannah season was some of my favorites. So we had the the drag queen challenge, which you really embraced with the heels, and it was the going down the runway and the speedo, amazing. Also the pregnancy date with the that was yes. hilarious. Yes, yes. In general, before I do want to touch on the pregnancy date, but what was your favorite uh, group date of your experience? Oh, favorite group date was a. Uh... I absolutely loved uh, rugby. Rugby. Okay. So that was yeah. when I, okay. Yeah. It's just a bunch of guys hitting each other. Right. Right. We like doing that. <laughs> well then I'm, I'm just curious. What did pregnancy feel like for you for having a child? <laughs> the way you word that question. <laughs> what did pregnancy feel like for you? Whatever they put on your stomach and like zinged you and everyone was. That's real. So what was it like? Shit hurt. I feel, <laughs> I, I, have, I sympathize for all my ladies. Like obviously. I'm sure it feels even worse, you know, but they turn it up. They definitely, you know, turn it up. It's the funny. front isn't that bad, but when they hit you from the, when the zap thing hits you yeah. on your back, it's like, whoa. That was so funny. You know, no, the worst part was when Hannah freaking uh, was having too much fun over there. And she took the, uh, what do you call them, clip things? Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, the wooden clip. Yes, yes. The wooden clip thing. Yeah, a wooden clip that you would do like a chip bag with or something. Or fair, a fair. clothing line. A clothing line, yeah. The wooden chip clothing line thing. Yeah. When she uh, put those on her nipples, then we're like, twist them. I'm like, Hannah, what are you doing? I forgot she did that. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, to, to insinuate <laughs> uh, a baby biting on your nipples or whatever. Like, oh, my God. One of my favorites ever. We did trivia, pregnancy trivia. Of course, yes. And and you were laughing because Cam was struggling with the w women's reproductive system. And you made a yeah. joke like, of course, he's struggling. Cam, Cam, Cam. Speaking of Cam. Let's discuss you uh, saying something to Hannah about Cam, about this whole pity rose thing. Do you stand by that? Do you regret that in hindsight? No. Okay. No, I don't regret it. And the reason I say that is because from literally moment one on the show, mm -hmm. I was the outspoken individual. Yes. And like there would be things that would take place and some guys would feel a certain way about it, but wouldn't say anything. Right. I mean, I said what I said. Yeah. So <laughs> wouldn't it. take it back here's someone else you were outspoken about was luke p what were your biggest issues with him i was also the villain in the house and so i always love to hear about how people feel about the villain from someone like your perspective <laughs> i appreciate it because like i was extremely you were. strong yeah and outspoken against luke um luke is genuinely when you meet luke He's a, a, a attractive individual, and he's he looks at you in your eyes, and you feel like he's really listening. And so you like Luke, like straight up. You know, everyone in the world will like Luke off back. Uh, but when you know, as you know, you've been on the show. When you're around someone, literally for 20 hours awake, 
with somebody every single day, you get to learn who that individual is. Mm-hmm. And we picked up on cues that Luke would do. Uh, the way he spoke, like he even did it on with Chris Harrison. It was like, bro, you really going to talk the way you talk? It's just uh, the way he would word things would be offensive to some. Yeah. But the dude, genuinely, he has a good heart. He's just, I don't know, something, I don't know. He has a good heart. Like his, his placement is correct. But the way he works things is like, what, bro? Probably wasn't a great environment for him as well. Seems like he, yeah, yeah, did yeah. not do so That's well. All. Interesting. Well, good to hear. Yeah, he's not a bad human being. Let's. I, I I love to ask this question in general because I, on my season, had a feeling that I knew who was going to be there at the end. So, mm-hmm. as time is going on, I think you went home week seven. Did you get the impression that Jed and or Tyler C were going to be front runners at all? Jeb, I think pretty much all of us knew. Really? Yeah. Tyler, like, he got a nice body, but we didn't, we didn't think that. And I'm, he a homie, right? I'm not like. No, this is not trashing anyone. I'm just curious. Uh, I don't think, at least for me, I didn't think Tyler was uh, competition. I thought that Jed was like, Hannah was in love with Jed. How, why did you see that? I'm just curious. Like, what did you, what do you remember seeing? Just the way she interacts with Jed and Luke. Like, it was just different. Like, oh, so you thought Luke was going to be there? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. For sure. Um, Luke and Jed were... I'm still, Luke just was self-destructing. So, I mean, after a while, we were like, yo, he ain't going to make it. <laughs> From the beginning, like, I was like, this dude telling her he loved her within 24 hours of knowing who she is. I forgot about that. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all knew Jed was definitely going to be the top, the top three, I would say, for sure. Just it's just the way that she interacts. Like if if you were the bachelorette, right? You and my, you and I could kiss. Yeah. But the way you kiss, I don't know if you're dating somebody. The way you kiss somebody else mm-hmm. might just be different, right? Totally. It's like uh, I kissed him, but I kissed him. You know? We we saw just like literally when we were in the airport, like traveling, just that his eyes would search for the girl he picked, and I. It's just little things like that that you pick up yeah. on. That you're like, yeah. okay, he's definitely, but then you somehow have to like convince yourself that you also are here for like a reason, and it's just a weird mix of emotions. <laughs> yeah, we it is weird, but my personality, I know I'm a phenomenal human being. No shit, yeah. As everyone should feel that way, and so I looked at it as, and I'm pretty awesome. Uh, you're pretty awesome yourself. Well, then let's get to her. She's saying bye. Let's get there. So. Was it the Netherlands? Was it the Netherlands? Was it the Netherlands? Was it, was it there? Was it there where she said goodbye? Yeah. You had your one-on-one date in the Netherlands, and you get through the whole day. So as the day is going on, like, did you think everything was going well? Did, did you have a feeling maybe in your gut that it wasn't going well? No, I knew it wasn't going well. And it started with uh, when we were on a chase lounge. I was in my boxers, and she was wearing some type of undergarment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I mean, it, it felt good, you know. It looked good on her. But uh, we were laying down in the chase lounge, and there was a lady painting us. Mm. And, and as we were talking, like, I don't think none of this was on camera, but, you know, when you're on the date, you actually, that's, those moments, when the camera isn't on you, those are, those are the moments, right? Yep. And we were talking about musical taste, mm. I remember. And this wasn't on TV. They recorded it, but they cut it out. Right. We're talking about musical taste. And at that very moment, I just knew. Mm. I, I was like, yo, 
I just, just can't because go her musical taste didn't align with yours, or no. was it conversation, or it wasn't. It wasn't the convo was musical taste, but it could have been her musical. She didn't like my musical taste, right? It, it's vice versa. Um, but it wasn't strictly all musical taste. Like that's so niche and small. Mm-hmm. Our worlds are two different. Like when we go back home, I our see. cultural upbringing is very different, right? Yeah. And and then I knew it was really bad when uh, you know, before you go into one on one. You like go to the hotel, get some some eat right quick, change clothes. Yep. Hannah took forever. Oh. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, this is not going good. You mean before the dinner portion of the? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was hours. So I was like, she's obviously struggling with something. And then obviously, you know, when I I saw her, you know, I hate to see a woman, you know, teary eyed. And when she starts crying, you're like, okay. Yeah, I, I just so I just wanted to be there for her. Literally, the only thing on my mind was, thank you. Or tell me not, not leading me on and you know baby girl this is your journey yeah handled it well <laughs> okay i always love to ask this question were there any funny or memorable moments that didn't air that you wish had uh i think i've said these two so let me try to find another i'll say <laughs> these two okay um one of the uh producers like left like 12 bottles of wine on the bus and she went back inside to, to the mansion to get something Yo, all of us on the bus just like, <laughs> <laughs> like got it in, like drank all of them. That was like one of the funnest moments of my life. Uh, and then Hannah was sad over uh, with Luke, and so I just wanted to make her feel better. And I was like, "Yo, what's your favorite dance move?" And we had to talk about music. So we're like, she's like, "Air hockey's her or air guitar is her favorite dance move to go to." So she's over here like this, you know. She's Elvis. I'm Jimi Hendrix or whatever. We're doing our thing, and like. I don't know what the hell I be thinking sometimes. I'm 6'4", 225, but I think I'm a gymnast sometimes. So, like, I get down and try to do the splits. Doesn't work. My pants tear wide open. No! Thank God. I was wearing underwear. Wow. So that was super fun. I wish that had aired. Yeah. It was super fun. I don't know why I didn't show it. Dang it. Something that I haven't said before. It was a really funny time to where, I forget what, we were in, we were in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Luke and I just was always at it. And so I'm all, I, people call me a bully at times and I'm like, you really just don't even know half of it. There's been so many times post show that I've hit Luke up via DM on the show. I would try hard to like reach out to him and talk to him. Uh, I would say, I tried to go talk to Luke one day and I, I, I ran in his room, slammed the door behind me. Uh, and like the producers were pissed cause they weren't, they weren't, there were no producers and there was no they camera. Were there. In there. They were, oh. Yeah. And him and I are like, you know, the ones going at it and so we ran upstairs i was like bro let's talk like there's no producers around let's just let's just chat it out right and so like the producers were banging on the door let us in we need a camera in here it was, it was so fun it was so fun oh i love that kind of story that's that's great i love that yeah well i do want to ask you uh in your bio before the show you mentioned a few things that you wanted to to do or learn in life you said you wanted to get into parkour uh has that happened Parkour hasn't happened as of yet. Okay. As of yet. All right. Mandarin? Spanish and Mandarin. I'm going to, at the end of my lease here in mm-hmm. Austin, I think I'm going to go to Argentina, Tulum, or somewhere in Spain and take like a three-month immersion course. Great. So I can know Spanish. And are you still going to trampoline parks? Oh, yes. God, yes. <laughs> That's one of the most random things I've ever read in a bio, ever. So if I go on a date with a girl, like at some point in time, we're going to a trampoline park. <laughs> Why straight up? <laughs> well, lady. Oh, by the way, um, 
half the questions on my Facebook page were like, is he, will he date me? Will he date me? So <laughs> girls, trampoline park, if you're not a fan, then. Hey, I just like to have fun. I like to have serious conversations. Of course, I can definitely, uh, uh, intellect, but then also I just want to be goofy. Yeah. Before we talk about BIP, I just want to ask about what it's like for a human to come off of a season and be like as beloved as you were from that show. Like, did you ever think as someone who hadn't watched the show that that could happen to a person? I, I went in there with no expectations. That's all. That's all. I was just definitely, you know, grateful and blessed for all the things that, you know, occurred. Yeah. But I had no expectations anyway. Always feels good though. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't complaining, you know, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> then they, then they hit you up probably to go on paradise and, I always want to know who you were interested in before going into the experience. No one's never asked me that question, Olivia. No one's never asked that question. What? Yeah. Okay, so who did you say you wanted to meet? Well, one, I didn't even want to go to Paradise, quite honestly. Okay. Uh, Noted. I decided I decided to go because my grandma, like, some things were happening. And okay. I decided to go. To be quite honest, uh, I thought that Katie Moe had beautiful eyes. Okay. Because my, my agent at the time, she was selling. Because I, m- mind you, I've never seen Bachelor in Paradise either. So I, right. I don't even know how these shows work. Um, <laughs> literally. So I was like, yo, how does, how does this show work? I was talking to some of the homies in Bachelor Nation. Like, what do you do on this show? Jason Tardick is a super uh, good friend. He's yeah. very, you know, honest and transparent. Uh, ben Higgins as well. Mm-hmm. A couple of homies that are not on my season that are also helpful. But my agent at the time, she was like, there's this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. And I was like, Katie Moe has cute eyes, okay. and the rest of the girls are cute. Like, all the girls are cute, but, like, I was like, I don't know if they're going to like me. I'm kind of, like, bigger, and I kind of, like, what? what? got to be at least 110 pounds for me to talk to, you True, know? true, <laughs> true. And as I, yeah, I mean, the show makes us look taller, I think. Yeah, y'all, y'all are. Because, like, are... I remember being on the show, I felt massive compared to everyone else, and I was like, what? Where was this height thing that I saw all these years when I was watching this show? Yeah, like Christina is too so small. She is so she is a a, a gorgeous woman, right? Beautiful. She's, she's just a beautiful like the woman fine. Yeah. So small. When you're on, you know, people watching it on TV don't see that. Not right? at they all. don't see that. Not They're at real all. small. You walk down the stairs and uh, it seemed like every girl wanted you. I think there was Tasha was talking about you. Kaylin, Christina said something. I think Onyeka was into it. She, someone even said the guys were sweating. <laughs> when we think of the end, like where did what went wrong? I'm a, I'm gonna say the most honest thing. Okay. That will resonate with everyone, but people don't want me to say. Okay. I went on TV to find love. I didn't go on TV for no damn Instagram followers and and get deals, right? I wasn't, like, attracted in the sense of, like, personality to those women. Mm. And I'm not going to fake nothing. Like, I refuse. I talk about this all the time with some of the homies in the nation. Yeah. I personally refuse to lead a girl on. Right. Then on the last day, break up with her <laughs> only to get a good approval odds to be the bachelor, right? Yes. To me, that is, like, my mom raised me to never lead a woman on and to right. just be transparent. So, like... Like, the, the ladies that I did talk to 
I, they know how they know I'm being transparent. They, they'll tell you straight up right now. Like, right. That's nothing against them. It's just like, that wasn't my person. Right. So good for you. Like Dylan, my little brother, I love him. Right. Dylan is absolutely head over heels for Hannah God. Right. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't there, he would have had the same thing that I had. Right. It's True. just like, when you know, you know, and like, I knew the two girls that I spoke to wasn't going to be like somebody I wanted to date. So that's go. not, that's no offense to any of the women, but I need people to realize I went on TV to like, I'm not going to go on TV. Me and you, Olivia, getting right. a relationship together. And then like, after the buzz dies down, I'm done with you. Or you're done with me. To me, that's BS. I I'm not agree. with that. Like, if I want you, you know, I'm trying to holler at you right. because I like you. Not right. because I like, oh, I'm going to get 100,000 more followers because we're, people want to see us dating. This is not normal for Bachelor Nation, though. You're aware of that, right? No, no. That's why I said I'm going to say something that's real. Good. People understand it, but people don't want to hear it. No one's going to admit it or want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the fans listening to your uh, podcast are like, well, I mean, shit. He ain't lying. I love that's it. That's just the truth. Thank you. So, okay. So, yeah, you had gone out with uh, Kaylin, which was ironic because Cam was in love with her. And so how dare you... <laughs> Hurt Cam again. Which obviously, I didn't know. Like, no. obviously, we got to know. Caitlin is just super cute, right? The irony, of course, was was so hilarious. Um, and then what was there? There was Angela. I think you went on a date with, but it was more about like, are you over Clay? So maybe nothing happened there. Um, and then I guess maybe Sydney, you could say, uh, was your like momentary relationship. But then uh, old Matt Donald came. <laughs> After what you just said, you leave being like, okay, fine. That's okay. It didn't work. But no hard feelings. I'm assuming that was your attitude. Yeah. I mean, the the two of the ladies that you just spoke of, I had conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they cut it out. Right. But I was like, yeah, they, those conversations, they know. You know, okay. we have love and respect for each other. Good. Yeah. And I just wasn't going to force something that wasn't there. I do want to touch quickly on your uh, dance move that ended up with ripping your pants. Then you do a handstand cartwheel on the beach that ends up like you falling straight on your tailbone, which was aired. Uh, So have any gymnastics teams like reached out to you? Oh my God, Olivia, like, (laughs) please, please give me like on some gymnastics team. Like I want to do parkour. I want to learn how to do a backflip. I want to learn how to do a front flip. You want to go to the trampoline park and do things. I like gymnastic type stuff. Like, I love it. Got to help him and then he'll nail whatever you were trying to do. Oh, my God. Like, if they could teach me how to do a backflip, and like, oh, I'll be indebted to them forever. Let's, I I do want to ask this. Ian Vargas said, why did he agree to do Bachelor in Paradise? Do you think it hurt your chances for Bachelor? Um, The reason I agreed to Bachelor in Paradise was for one reason, one reason only. Uh, my grandma, she was dying, and her uh, nurse was telling me that, like, she would only come alive when she saw me, her grandson, on TV on The Bachelorette. Okay. And I was like, because I had told one of the producers, I was like, every day she would call me, the producer was like, twice a day, every day, for like, mm. 45 days. I'm like, no, 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 no. But then when I heard that from my uh, grandma, I was like, yeah, I got to do it. Yeah. That's the reason why. That's the only reason why I did that show. So you've said publicly, like, Bachelor in Paradise is not your cup of tea. You would never do it again. Uh, yeah. Why Why was it not your cup of tea? Because a lot of people say BIP is, like, the better version. If, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to watch Matt's season. Matt's the homie. Yep. And 
If there's a lady on there that I like, I'm gonna hit it up. I don't. I'm not. There ain't no rules to this. I'm hitting it up. I'm gonna hit it up. Great. If she don't. If she ain't with it. She not with it. But if she is, she is. So. It's that simple. I'm gonna hit it up. I'm single, so like, yeah, I'm gonna hit it up. Well, let's of course discuss The Bachelor because that was a big thing for a while. America was super team Mike for Bachelor. I so appreciate myself that. included. So how far along did, like, were you a part of the conversation with that? Yeah, no, definitely so. Uh, when I was part of the conversation, you know, they sent me out there. We had the combos. Right. Uh, you know, signed the contract or whatever. Yeah. They told me, which I was, I was not, I, I felt the type of way. They told me that uh, they were unsure hmm. uh, and they flew me out. Uh or when they announced Peter to be the bachelor, like they were like that night, they were unsure. I think that morning they said they were unsure. And I was like, mm, you guys are pretty certain. I feel like you guys know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like you guys know what you're going to do. And so, yeah, I did, I did all the things that you would do to be qualified or not qualified, but go through the process. But geez, they chose their guy. They chose a great guy. They chose a homie. So, uh, why did they not go your way? Why do you think? I don't know. I, I, I hear what Rob Mills said. Yeah. In regards to, they chose the guy that would give them the best 22 hours of content. Oh. That, that was pretty hysterical to me because I definitely have personality. Yeah. That. I, I, I'm, I quite honestly, I have no idea why. Um, they seem to do whatever they like to do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you've, you've said things like, it's because I have tattoos. Like, that cannot be... Yeah, I mean, I do have uh, tattoos. I am a very outspoken. Yeah, um, okay. I truly want love. Like, I'm here for the right reason. That's why it seems... It's on my IG stories. Like, <laughs> on my uh, on one of my uh, my goals is to have a beautiful, soul-spirited woman uh, or wife. Like, yeah, so I, I'm here for the right thing. Um, I listen. Uh, my body's definitely better now than what it was. <laughs> Could it have been a race thing, do you think? Uh, I mean, they got Matt James. I mean, Matt. Well, after we begged for it, which we shouldn't yeah, have to I mean, do. No, it shouldn't have to be done. Um, I don't know. I I know that I am. Yeah, I have no idea. So would if if they were to come to you season later, would you do it? I mean, if you were single. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I would definitely love to have those conversations. Okay. Uh, I, I'm like, they have to know that. I'm going to treat all 30 ladies or 35, however many they choose, 28, whatever it takes. Yeah. Equally and truly try to find love with one of them. Uh, they do a great job of casting. They be casting some fine, some baddies. <laughs> yeah. So, like, as from a looks department, we're good there. <laughs> and then the second department will be personality. And, like, you know, that just comes with time and getting to know uh, the individuals. So, yeah, I'm not opposed to it at all. Would you or did you ever consider going on to Claire's season? Asks Sam Knight because it seems you were pretty flirty with her on social media. I'm not flirty with Claire. I'm just a I'm a southern guy. So like if I say if I call a lady baby girl, you know that's not flirty. Got um, it. No, I never applied to be on Claire's season. No. Okay, I do. I do want to talk about Hannah's use of the N word. Let's discuss that yeah, because you okay. were you were open about that as you should be were you happy with the like apology slash the moves that she's made in uh, since 
I'm going to speak to that directly. I'm going to speak on an overarching aspect first. Yeah, sure. Now, when it comes to social media and the people that we absolutely adore, they can almost do no wrong, right? And what I mean by that is Hannah did something wrong, and then she gained more followers. <laughs> Wild. And I think that if I were to do something like that, I almost feel like I got to be perfect, right? Yeah. If I were to do something wrong, you know, people are going to let me know. Like, I date the wrong person, like, June, right? It's like, come on, bro. Like, what? I mean, I'm a human. But um, I think that Hannah shouldn't have said it. Uh, I lost I lost so many followers because I said she shouldn't say the N-word, which is I don't want those individuals to follow me anyway if that's what you're going to feel. Uh, I know I got a lot of white homies that I'm sure probably have said it. Uh, mm-hmm. But what they don't do is the way she originally apologized was like, nah, we can't yeah. do it like that. Right. We can't do it like that. Uh, especially being in the power position that she has. She's like probably the most popular person from Bachelor Nation ever, right? One of them, yeah. She can't do that, you know? Yeah. Um, it just can't happen. It's like if I were a Bachelor and I were to get a DUI, like I can't do that. No. You know? uh, there's just certain things you can't do being in that lead position. People in that lead position should know that. I appreciate her apology. And I, what I appreciate the most is it comes across genuine and the work that she's putting in afterwards is coming across genuine. I would have liked, I, I, and, and would still like for people to speak up when it's not necessarily about them anymore. Right. So, like, I speak up on all, all kinds of different things that don't affect me personally. Mm-hmm. What I do not appreciate is the fans that say, oh, it was okay for her to say that. I don't appreciate the... That is not a hot take. Not a hot take. Not at all. I'm just being so damn honest and I just, I just be saying what I feel. Right. I appreciate, I I don't appreciate the fans like saying Hannah was validated when Hannah even herself said she wasn't validated. Right. Like if that's your queen, listen to her. Uh, And I, and I don't appreciate um, people unfollowing black people from the nation that spoke out against it. Well then can I, can I add a, another question to that um absolutely so i had my own kind of written version but i'm gonna say desiree mchan also asked why does he think people have chosen him and maybe rachel as the de facto black spokesperson in the franchise and and on top of that do you feel pressure when people are trying to get your opinion about things as the black member of Bachelor Nation and not just the member of Bachelor Nation. I love that. Uh, there's two parts to it. Like I said, uh, you know, to whom much is given, much is uh, requested of those individuals. And so Rachel Lindsay is like, she's our queen uh, within the nation and she's the highest of royalty. Uh, now we have Matt James up there as well. So Matt James will have to take a lot of the, um, the heavy lifting from Rachel. Yeah. But since there is so few black um, people that have lots, of, like they have a huge following, yeah, huge influence, um, I think that a part of that is because of that reason, right? Right. Um, which is understandable. Uh, it's not warranted. Like we don't want that to happen at all. I get, I quite honestly, I get annoyed. I, I think one of my posts I talk about, I should not have to speak up for every single thing that occurs. Period. Uh, I love seeing. Uh, with my white counterparts stand up 
and speak up, right? I love that. That's so awesome to me to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that Rachel and I are extremely outspoken and also eloquent with our words when we choose to be. Yeah. And I think that at the end of the day, people can respect you and still disagree with your thoughts, right? And so I think that Rachel and I both have a way that people can respect us. Yeah. And they may disagree and or agree with our thoughts. I'm very passionate about ABC moving forward, being a lot better about social media, trolling and hate and perpetuating the bullying that comes from this show. That's one thing I think ABC needs to do a lot better about. Um, But obviously, uh, you know, the, the conversation about needing to improve diversity on every level within this show, but but how how would you like to see ABC moving forward just do better about diversity? Stand up and stand out and speak out. Yeah, have an opinion. So we live in a day and age to where we as people don't accept uh, silence because silence is acceptance. Yeah. And so I would love for the folks in charge to speak up. And then also a lot of our beautiful extended family um, AKA fans, I call, you know, I, I call people that love us extended family. Yeah. I so adore the ones that may not know what someone goes through, but wants to learn Yeah. in comparison to judgment. But when regards to, in regards to ABC and NZK and the Bachelor franchise, yeah. if they would just stand up more. Like, so what they did, and they had Rachel Lindsay come on, I think, at the end of Peter's season and right. speak. Uh, they made one post, I believe, to tell people to stop being a bully or something of that nature. Well, they posted something recently basically saying, if you post something which we deem to be bullying on our Bachelor Instagram page, we will remove it. But, which I was happy with. I said, that's a start. And I guess we can speak in terms... Right. I think it's the bare minimum, personally. Yes. Um, But I guess we can speak in terms of what ABC can do on all fronts but but i i do think like there has to be more than just like bringing someone on who's been bullied to say here's the messages i've been sent and don't bully me like you've perpetuated that bullying and then you're gonna come on and like let this person say i'm sad and whatever like that's not speaking up it's not i I agree i think that a show originally started with just Let's, hit, let's get people to fall in love, right? Yeah. Uh, but they've done such a beautiful job and such a great job and built such an enormous fan base. They're the second uh, highest rated uh, reality TV show behind Shark Tank. And they have to realize they're freaking huge. So therefore, people listen. Yeah. Right? And people follow the leader. So therefore, yeah. when Chris Harrison, and I'm not calling him out in a negative way, yeah. but he's like, he's the puppeteer of the, the show, right? Yeah. They need to tell Chris to speak on certain things. I feel. Uh, see, this is why I may not be the bachelor because I don't. I'm gonna just say how I feel, right? Maybe. <laughs> it, let's just be honest. If they were to say, "Yo, we've had 24 bachelors; they were all white. We messed up." Mm-hmm. I think people would really appreciate hearing that. I agree. Like, because they ain't. You ain't. I hate. And I say that word knowing what it means. The definition. I hate when I hear, "Oh, we just picked the." Uh, the most qualified person. Oh, like, bro, what you what you genuinely are saying is that they're bigger. Like all these other wonderful men were not good enough to be a black bachelor, and or women that were not good enough to be the bachelor. I hate hearing that. 
But then also when you have castmates or when you have alum that say, this is being taken to place against me. Um, I mean, some of my castmates have been harassed incredibly hard, myself included. Mm-hmm. My personality, I just, I just did, deal with it differently. Yeah. But these things take effect against people's mental health, right? And I'm big on that, you know, obviously. Me too, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it would be awesome if they were to do more in that regard. And I think that the fan base would really appreciate it and say, wow, the show that I love and adore is like the best show, not only because of the drama and because of the most dramatic season and because of love, but also they have their people's back. I agree. You know? That's huge. I That's something I would like to see is have yeah. these people publicly have their talents back yeah like okay for example i talked about luke right yeah and i said i've dm him i've always been the first to dm him like to, to like say certain things but i also will go in a public forum like their podcast right now and say he's not a horrible person right like they have to do things like that as well they have to exactly like if luke were to ever hear me say anything about him he's like okay mike is just a hard up individual that's very strong will that's how you got to do it right you just got to speak up and speak out Okay, so I did tell you a lot of people on my podcast Facebook page obviously want to date you. So maybe I can just ask, like, do you date? Yeah. Do you go on? <laughs> do you go on dates like during the Absolutely. week? What's your thing? During the week? Like, what do you do? <laughs> um, in regards to dating, I I can be honest. I've dated two women. Okay. Uh, in twenty twenty, uh, one. Um, they're both great um, and I take them both very seriously um, neither, neither, one of them, neither one of them live in my city okay yeah I, I mean look I, I want a wifey I want kids um, so I do date and I don't personally as I'm learning I would personally prefer her not to be on TV <laughs> or not to be in the public eye yeah because like you know people judge us and treat us like we're not human beings and I don't like that and i will defend my lady to the moon and back mm-hmm. so yeah I, I definitely date i'm in austin now i know ripe with opportunity as an austinite you are in a great spot but it's hard because of covid right now right so yeah my roommate and i were to go to a restaurant i can't necessarily go talk to that girl at that table because like they're very strict on you know covid protocols which i understand and I, i'm glad they do it but it's it's kind of sucky. <laughs> who is she? Like, what? what is she like? What do you think? <laughs> who is she? Who I don't is know. She? she is someone that, I've said this before, uh, my biggest cheerleader and my biggest competitor. Okay. She is someone who understands that my, my, the type of man that I am, I am someone that you can throw me in the hood. Mm-hmm. I'm someone that you can throw in the, 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 the darkest alleys. And I'm someone that you can bring to your gala uh, for a charity event. Like I am very eclectic to do those things. So I want someone that is able to do the same. I want someone who definitely has a passport. Okay, good. Someone who um, can teach me something, right? In regards to business or health or uh, being more generous or learning how to be more forgiving. Someone who is passionate about something and could teach me. Someone who, you know, one, one time my homeboy said, he was like, Mike, I appreciate you for, it's like, he said, he said, my, it's no big deal that some guys don't cheat. He was like, but for you, it's a big deal. He was like, because you can actually get a girl and not cheat on her versus guys that some guys that don't cheat 
they can't get no other girl, so therefore, of course, they're not going to cheat, right? Right. And so what I, what I mean by that is I want a woman who she has the ability to get almost any guy she wants, but her loyalty is unparalleled. Yeah. I want a woman who isn't doesn't mind, like, she has a backbone, you know? Like, like tell me when I'm wrong. Tell me when I'm stupid. Tell me when you want me to call you more. Tell me when, like, Mike, you can text me more. Okay. Someone who's definitely going to be, like, a big sister to my sister. And let me get specific. Someone who yes, I'm personally not with. Like I, I, th- I said Christina's fine, right? She's a damn. She's a ten looks wise, oh, but yes. I, I kind of like a little bit more. I like a little bit more meat. Okay. You know, you know, I'm six four, so like, not a five foot lady. Okay. I'm thirty two. About to be thirty three. What's your like range? My age range is so good right now. I think like twenty five to thirty five. I can okay. pretty much like. Someone who, this is a big one right here, right? Yeah. This is like on some serious stuff because the girl that I talked to, like the first girl I spoke to, she was like, she refused to move to Texas and I would refuse to move to her state. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's a big thing as well, right? So yeah. we got to consider that. Does she have like a certain hair color or or eye color? You're not, no, you're not, open. No, I'm not that dude. I'm not, your hair could be purple for I care as long as you're fine with it. Okay, ladies. If he's talking about you, if Big Mike is describing you, tell me and I'll tell him. I do want to ask this question because it's so interesting and I've never thought of it. Macy Normile said, if he had to pick someone from Bachelor Nation to make every decision for him for 24 hours, who would it be? My first answer is, my first answer is Chris Harrison. Right? <laughs> I'm like, Chris, Chris got me. He'll take care of me. <laughs> He'll make the right decisions for you? Okay. So he might make it a bit dramatic for me, but, you know. <laughs> Isn't that a weird question? I've never seen that, but good That's job. a great question. That's a, I've never heard of it. Love it. Let's, I, I do want to talk about your book, and I guess we could say, did you ever think you would be America's sweetheart, but did you ever think you'd be an author? Uh, no. Never thought I would be an author. Never thought I'd be a best-selling author. Right. Uh, independent. No. I was a kid that considered dropping out of high school because I was like, I need to get a job. I'm not, what am I going to learn with the quadratic formula? <laughs> I always tell people, when this is my homeboy says, uh, never let schooling get in the way of your education. Yeah. And so what I mean by that is, I don't have a college degree, but if you go to my room right now, I got hundreds of books. And so I am someone who's always trying to, you know, ascertain information and learn more and give back what I know and help and show love and shower love to others. And so I guess it happened to come out in a book format, you know? So you want people to make the love you want. <laughs> You're all about loving yourself first. Yes, seriously. How tough of journey was that for you? It's, it was harder. It was hard after, after my ex woke up. Yeah. I was like, hold, hold up. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm one to like, I've, I've been blessed and I have loved myself. My homeboy, we just had a conversation the other day. He was like, I was just born with like audacity and confidence. Uh, I would say I wasn't born with confidence. I grew that. And uh, I could talk a little bit all day about that. Yeah. It's real, right? It's real to, you got to love yourself first. Cause I have, I got homies, men and women homies that they psyching guess themselves so hard. Yeah. Whether it's a, a relationship, whether it's a, a job promotion, whether it's a, you know, having a, a conversation with their parent, you know, right. If you love yourself so much and you know you're going to do right what's best for yourself right, right. when you lo- love is doing what's best for that individual whether yeah. it's loving you 
and or if me and you in a relationship, I love you, right? Right. I want what's best for you. If I love myself, I should want what's best for me, right? I'm working on like another book. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah. So it's about me taking the time to do my research and mm -hmm. write down information about it. Uh, all those little things, all those little nuances play a role. If people love themselves as much as they love social media. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't life be different in every way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like straight up. So, okay. So everyone get Making the Love You Want um, by this best-selling author. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. last thing I want to touch on. You just said you're going to work out with Connor. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, you now live with Connor, who, were y'all in the same season? We were. We were. Okay, we, were so... we were roommates pretty much everywhere. Okay, and now you're officially roommates. Yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. that like? Awesome. It's great because... We we're very different, but similar. We're very similar when it comes to finances and our, our thought process from an analytical standpoint. But we're so different in personality from, I am very outgoing. Okay. Like if I go on a date with some girl, at some point in time, we're going to the trampoline park. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm, don't, don't, be, don't be, you know, taken back when I, if I see a, a guy with his son or some old lady and I give them a compliment in some fashion or form, right? And I just go out of my way to do that, right? Uh, Connor is very quiet. Okay. Until he knows you, because then when he knows you, he's going to talk. Got it. So we're very different in that regard. And Connor doesn't care to go out, you know, at night, things of that nature. He's, you know, he's very goal-focused, and I okay. love that, right? Because I'm, I'm very goal-focused, but I have a bad time saying no. Ah, yes. Okay. Connor will say no. So I really, <laughs> I really appreciate that okay. from Connor. He was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm like, yo, I, you know, respect. Well, Mike, thank you so much. This was really fun. And I hope that I get to see you when I go home in December. Hit me up. Hit me up. I would love that. And last thing, say your social media. Since we just trashed social media, let's promote your social media. <laughs> my IG is just Mike underscore Johnson. Follow me there. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Mike. Have a good one. Thank you. You have a great one as well.